I am your host, Simon. Welcome to Talks with Simon podcast, where I discuss real life topics such as life, love, faith, purpose, and so, so much, much more. more. How are you, my lovelies, doing? Your girl is back with another episode with a lovely guest joining me today, the one and only Samuel, Mr. Architect. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's up, guys? As Sima said, it's your boy Samuel Kalajai, aka Samuel, Mr. Architect. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Samuel, for um, taking your time out to join no me on this episode. It's a pleasure. How are you feeling? I'm very well. I'm very well. How are you? Good, thank you. What do you expect from this episode? Uh, we don't know. I don't know what to expect. <laughs> but okay. I know it's going to be good. I know it's going to be powerful. Good. You're leading it, so. All right, thank you. Okay, so Samuel, before we start, um, there are two segments usually that my guests take part of. Um, so the, f- the first segment is going to be no thinking game. So I've chosen this game for today. No thinking. Yeah, no thinking ah. game. Yeah, I don't worry. <laughs> don't worry, it's okay, it's okay. Sure. So yeah, it's a no thinking game where I give you two choices to pick without wasting time. Sure. Okay? How many so, seconds do I have? Like literally, oh, yes, you, no thinking, that's what All the right. game is. It All didn't right, say right. second. <laughs> you give so, me options. Yes, I give you options. So if you delay in answering, you lose. So at least if you like delay twice, then we're just done with the game, okay? Just like that? Yeah, okay. you lose. All right. <laughs> so the second segment is question of the day, mm-hmm. all right? Yep. So we will be starting with the no thinking game. Are you ready, Samuel? I'm ready. Cool. Are you ready? You're the one going. You're the one. <laughs> Okay, you're not playing this game. I know, but we have to make sure you're ready. <laughs> yes, no, okay, I'm okay. ready. Yeah, okay, good. so let's go. Steak, mm. chicken, chicken, jello fries, so I mash it. I mash it. Action movies, comedy movies, action. Meat pie, puff puff. Meat pie. Heaven or hell? Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that was a setup. Yes. <laughs> that was a setup at the end. Yes. That last one was a setup. Yes, but absolutely. I'm so glad it was, you. It was quick enough though. Yeah, okay, very cool, quick. Cool, wow, cool. that's good. Your first instinct is heaven. That's you know what? Really so what, repeat it. What, in what order did you say? You said um, steak or chicken, yeah, yeah. Um, jollof rice or ayamashe, yeah. action movies or comedy movies, yeah. meat pie or puff puff. Yeah. <laughs> but I do feel like you're asking me. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know that. Actually. Yo, well, when you listen but back, you yeah. see. Um, or heaven know. or hell. Okay. Cool. To be fair. I probably should have heard heaven and said heaven straight away before even hearing <laughs> the other option. But yeah, but I think it was, it was quick enough, right? Yeah, okay, it was. Cool. It was. Okay, <laughs> so moving on to the next segment. Samuel, earlier this week, obviously I was going through your stories yep. where I saw you putting off a dilemma. I did. <laughs> like an I Instagram. Did. I had, I had um, interesting, <laughs> interesting <laughs> response and views from people. It was fun. <laughs> I'm going to do it again next week. I'm looking for a topic, but yeah. Okay. So, it was an Instagram poll um, on this whole, um, what's it called? Uh, Maya Jama and this American um, basketball guy, right? Um, Apparently, can you, like, give us the situation? So, the situation was, I saw in breaking news headlines that 
Maya Jama's ex had sent legal papers mm -hmm. for the £800,000 engagement ring that mm -hmm. he bought for Maya Jama. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, hmm, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. So I put up a poll on my Instagram and I asked if an engagement ring is a gift, mm. yes or no. Mm -hmm. So what is your own answer? My own answer? Oof. Yeah. Ooh. See, I tried to stay <laughs> impartial. Oh, my, to be fair, I didn't, to be honest. Yeah. Um, my, <laughs> my answer to that was, it's complicated. Okay. But if you watched my videos, mm -hmm. it would suggest that I thought it is not a gift. Okay. And why do you think it's not a gift, though? It's complicated. Okay. It's... The f to summarise it. Yeah. It's a conditional gift. And my argument is because it's conditional, it's not a gift. Mm. So it's not. You know what? I hear that. I hear that. Okay. Okay. But legally, it is. It is. Yeah. That's what I thought as well. Because do you know what? When like you posted, obviously, I was like, chill. Like, I, you know, that was very thought provoking. And I was like, oh my God. Like, I really had to like step up. Like, is it really a gift? But then for me personally, I took it from a biblical standard of mm. like, you know, when um, Abraham was looking for a wife for his son, Isaac and um he sent his servant to his hometown and when the servant found rebecca he gave her gifts and mm. the gift included rings and you know so i thought well i guess it could count as i'm sorry yeah, as a I gift mean, sorry yeah, yeah. that would be my thoughts yeah yeah i guess so yeah, yeah, yeah. and what was the second question that you posted the second it was still on the same topic but, yeah um Ooh, I can't remember there was there was like three in total that I, that I posted. Is it about returning the ring? The ring or Yeah, so oh so I said that okay, so if the a ring is a gift, mm -hmm. can you accept Yes, that's it. The ring yeah. but reject the proposal. Because if I give you if I give you a gift now, mm -hmm. there's no there's no conditions attached, I'm giving it to you and you accept it, right? Mm -hmm. But with a wedding ring it's different. You know, I'm saying here's the gift, mm -hmm. but you know, you marry me. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. So if it was purely a gift, you'd just be able to take that. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, like you would if it was a normal ring. Yeah, but can you now take the ring, say thank you because mm -hmm. you're giving me a gift, but no, I don't really care about the proposal. Thank you, I like the marriage bit. Yeah. I hear so now. I now I actually get the concept of why it is actually a conditional yeah. gift. No, that that makes and sense. Because of that reason, it's not a gift to me. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Fair enough. Um. Okay. So <laughs> I've got this question. You know, obviously I spoke to someone about your story, and they brought on this question, and they're like, "What? How about men? Why do men not wear engagement rings to also show that you know they are engaged? Do you think men should?" you know also have like a co ring for them <laughs> it's true it's buying man. <laughs> is it a woman so you want me to shell out 5k for an engagement ring why are you shelling and out 5k what, for buy an engagement buy another 5k ring? for myself <laughs> can we not it's, okay, it's 2023 you know <laughs> equality wow look at this man excuse me uh -huh. about equality okay <laughs> all right sir i hear so, you so okay so i'll buy you a i'll buy you a engagement ring mm -hmm. and then what i'll just what the next day go buy myself <laughs> no or do i have two rings it's yeah. like when you marry me i put one on you and then i put one on myself i guess so 
I don't know. I'm obviously popping the question to you right now, Samuel. True. <laughs> Do you think men should actually, you know, maybe have engagement rings to also show that they're engaged? I mean, it would be nice for us to have something. Um, maybe <laughs> not a ring, but also it would be <laughs> nice as well if it came from our partners, right? Okay, you know, fair enough. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Would you, um, like, if your partner. It'd be like an engagement, I don't know, Rolex or something. <laughs> this man, he said engagement Rolex. But like, are you listening, guys? Wow, fair enough. Um, okay. But eventually, we have our wedding ring, so yeah. I don't know. Obviously, if you look at the origins of a, of an engagement ring, it wasn't really for the guys. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, for women. For women. So yeah. it's just going along the lines of that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Of course, you heard Samuel's opinion on this. So. The question I bring to you today is an engagement, a gift. Um, I'd like to hear your thoughts. Uh, my listeners out there, please let me know what your thoughts are. You can drop a comment in the Spotify chat box or send me a DM on social media platforms, Instagram and Facebook page, Talks with Simo. Let's now get into today's topic. Why do you think I named this episode Faith, Fitness and Focus? I think um, they've got they've all got something in common, I think. Because when you think about faith, you can kind of think about fitness, but you can also think about focus. When you think about focus, you can think about fitness, you can think about faith. Okay. So I think there's, um, I don't know what the word is, there's something... They all have they're something all in common, they're all tied yeah. together with all of them and, and I'm guessing something about me <laughs> <laughs> as well, we yeah. need to have me as a guest and have those three things. Yeah. So, yeah. I think the cure for that is self-discipline for all yeah. three. Yeah, okay. So let's start with your foundation. Um, what is faith to you, Samuel? Faith is a... Is a Ooh, What's strong. your personal faith like? What, what, you know, when you hear the word faith, what, what does it scream to you, like, for you personally, in your it's, life, for God? It's a belief, it's a relationship mm-hmm. that grounds you and dictates almost kind of like what you stand for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, how does faith tie into the work that you currently do? in terms of your purpose in the world mm. and as a man that's good actually and this it's good timing because i i think i probably went on a i've been on a journey on figuring that out yeah and i've i've nearly finished a book that's called god at work mm. um, i don't know if you've heard of it no um, oh you know what i'm not good with names okay. i forgot the and the book just basically talks about how God can also be present in the work that you do mm-hmm. and in the workplace. Because I've always been someone that's just always working. I always think, you know, like I need, I need to be working on something, a project yeah. or something I want to achieve. And um, what I love about the concept in the book was the fact that through the work that you do, um, it's a way of also glorifying God. Yeah. And it's very common that you kind of leave God um, at the door when you enter the workplace. Mm-hmm. 
but um, it's, he just tried to highlight that it's also important that you know during that nine to five or whatever your shift hours are, that during those hours and the work that you do and the people that you interact with, there's mm-hmm. lots of opportunity as well to yeah. um, sort of display your faith and also kind of show that. So that's good. I thought that was really nice, and I feel like having read that now and believing that, I'm mm-hmm. just really trying to ground myself in that. And yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, like, in terms of, like, you as a man, what does it, like, you know, of course, you know, there are men in the Bible, like David and King Solomon, mm. you know, like, when you, as a man, what is faith like to you? It's like, you know the demands of the godly man in the Bible? Yeah. What is it like? Like, do you feel like it's hard, to, you know, to sort of reach? Are you struggling in any way? I think, I think it's really important. Um, as a guy, I think the relationship that you have with God is... Um, is key because if you if you're trying to you know have a family and you have people that kind of look up to you and stuff like that um, as a guy I feel like those those people are looking to you and I think it's important that you don't just kind of say oh yeah this is me but you are looking to God as well mm-hmm. and <clears throat> in you building that relationship yeah you building your foundation it means that you can be you can be that the leader mm-hmm. that kind of I believe God's called you to, to yeah. be. It's a leader. Well this one we're just talking about 50-50. We're <laughs> <laughs> talking about equality. Uh-uh. <laughs> finances as well. It's twenty twenty three, you know. What do you I mean? I need to keep reminding you it's twenty twenty three. So it's a big year. It's twenty twenty three. What does that mean? It's twenty twenty three. It means okay. that Men and women are uh, pretty much equal, you know. We, okay, fair enough. Of course, we are equal, right? <laughs> but seriously, seriously, uh, seriously. So, cause now don't let me break into this whole thing, <laughs> this whole fifty-fifty topic. Yeah. So now let me ask you this question. Now, let's say you get married, some yeah, more. Yeah. Please, yeah. like, what? Do you, how many percent should the woman contribute? No, because you know you're you're you're. You're you see me. Me. I like to do this thing. Where I like to play the other side. Yeah. So if someone comes to me with a particular mm-hmm. viewpoint, I want to I want to just be on the other side, just so you know. Yeah. Um. Oh gosh. Um. No, honestly, I like, do. In in my mind, I can't lie. Yeah. As a as a guy, mm-hmm. I see myself as a provider. Okay. And I want to be able to. You know be that leader yeah and you know look after those that i love and people that are around me that's good so i'm working hard so i can be in that position uh-huh. so i can take care of everything aha uh-huh. ladies can you hear that yeah, <laughs> that is good because we were saying 50 50 i was looking at you one eye like what is this no, it's what is this if we have to do 50 50 we'll do 50 50 <laughs> really because, because i'm not <laughs> lie, i'm not gonna lie on average, one man's salary is not enough. Of course, no. So. That's no. Do you know what? That's no, I. I hear you on that totally. Maybe I think. Ago, I think a good. I, do you know what? I think a good seventy percent on the man and thirty percent on the woman. Mm. You know, I think that's that's enough. You know, um, but yeah. So um, obviously, you've been talking about you know, um, you know, being a leader as a man. Um, like, who in the Bible would you say like inspires you to be a leader, or what man do you look up to that inspires you? You're like, hmm, I like the qualities and the traits of this man. I would like to have that, you know. Be someone that you look up to. 
Oh, that's an easy one to be fair. Yeah. That's just my dad. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's really good. That's, yeah, that's my father. Oh, love to hear yeah, it. Yeah, that's he's, good. He sets a good role model. Mm. What I believe a man should do for his family. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So he sets. He sets the bar. So yeah, mm. that's what I'm trying to be. That's really, really good. Okay. So, Samuel, how did you get into fitness, and what made you start that journey? Here we go. Um. What made me learn to fitness? So, I've enjoyed, I've always enjoyed playing sports. I think from young, like most guys, you know, it starts with football. Mm-hmm. Um, on the playground, oh, happy times. What a time to be alive. Um, and then it just naturally, I just like being, I think I just like being active, physical. So, I love playing football, basketball, even like rounders, it's like primary school. Um, PE was amazing. Um, so I've always been into sports, always been athletic. Um, and then growing up, played you know Sunday league football, um, played basketball for a bit. I've even got into table tennis at one point wow. as well. <clears throat> but I would say it was maybe like I don't know, 13, 14, where I liked the idea of the gym and bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. I think I spoke to someone recently and yeah. trying to figure out why that was. And I said, um, I've always had this thing of wanting to be older than I am mm. or appear like when I was younger, I really wanted to grow up. And so obviously when you're young and you're looking at the TV and you're seeing like, obviously they're older guys. No, you want to grow there, up there. Huh? <laughs> Not- nah, just, if I could go back, I'll slap my younger self. I can't lie. I, I hear you. <laughs> oh my God, words. Um, so... <laughs> So yeah, so obviously like, you know, it was just some just something that I liked. It was just kind of like, okay, you know, if I've got muscles and I'll appear um, older and all of that. So I think that's what I said. Um, how I started, I think it was just natural. I think yeah. I just had an interest to just be running around and being physical. And then from then it became the gym, um, through uni. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, any opportunity that I have to play some of those sports or any other thing, yeah. That's good. I jump on that, yeah. So let me ask, I've got to ask, how many like KJ are you lifting at the moment? What exercise? Um, oh, at the moment or maybe my, my PBs? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes at the moment you can be temporarily weak <laughs> and you can be looking back at your phone and see what you can lift. <laughs> when that number's half, ooh, you don't really want to. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So what is that? What are you lifting at the moment? What am I lifting at the moment? Mm. Um, so at the moment, I'm actually working out from home. Okay. So I only have a pair of two t- uh, 10 kg dumbbells that I kind of just, mm-hmm. but at the moment I'm just doing like 30 minutes at home. Yeah. Um, just working out full body. Um, one day I'll do kind of upper body. Yeah. Um, Push ups, bicep curls, crunches, yeah. um, do all of that, and then the next day I'll do more legs. So yeah, 20 kg. There you go. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what? I don't know. Do you know this guy called um, Leon Black on Instagram? Leon Black. <clears throat> Excuse no. me. So he's like a fitness trainer, right. and he does this crazy stunts in the gym, and he's like, he's, he's jumping. You know what it is? I think I've probably seen his videos. I just don't know who he is. <laughs> that guy's a terrorist. Yeah, I'm seeing. Yeah, I see some guys doing something crazy. That guy is a terrorist. Is the guy that does all the the press ups and he was yeah, and then he jumps his hand and yes. his shoulders. And his, knees or something or those guys that would kind of strap a bench to themselves using like a chain 
at the whole yeah, page. Yeah, 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 I've been seeing and that as well, yeah. pull-ups as mm-hmm. well with that. Would you ever think you push oh. yourself that far? Well, <laughs> I don't want to end up in the hospital. Like. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I keep it simple. Keep it simple. Avoid injury. We talk about injuries. <laughs> nah, yeah, keep you. it simple. Um, you don't want to. Sometimes you don't want to mess around your body too Absolutely. much because you only have one body. So. Absolutely, that's uh, good. Stay safe. Stay safe. Yeah. So, what's that one workout that you do that honestly makes you question life? You know that workout that you do, and you're like, Jesus, help me! Like you're like, who's there? <sighs> what workout is that? Um. The most painful, but the most enjoyable at the same time mm-hmm. is legs. I can't lie. Mm. There's something about leg day that just makes you question your decision making. <laughs> Honestly, um, mm-hmm. but the end of the session, yeah, it's the most satisfying thing. So I would say, I'd say it would have to be squats, squats, barbell squats. Okay. Yeah. What's barbell squats again? Um, it's you know, you got the bar on your shoulders oh yeah 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 oh yeah but we've had some close calls on other on other um exercises the bench barbell bench press there's a time where (laughs) the bar came down it couldn't come back up i'm telling you and i was it was there on my neck (laughs) (laughs) the ego i couldn't i couldn't lift up worst thing about it i was just fatigued Mm -hmm. so it wasn't like a ridiculous weight it's something that I can lift. Yeah. But you know, it's actually not what it was. It was the fact that let's say this set I'm doing three reps. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, I did three. I think I've got one more in me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And so I was like, cool, okay, we, can, we can push ourselves. Like I said, the bar came down, it struggled to come up, and I was stuck. No the clips way. were on, so I couldn't, so I was stuck. No one was help- there to help you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the bar's down there oh, and I'm no. looking around in the gym and there's a guy to my left but you know a lot of people listen with like earphones on mm-hmm. right so I'm like bro like, <laughs> I'm trying to call my man I'm like bro can you, you can't really hear me mm-hmm. so I, I kind of have to wait for him to look at the mirror no. see me struggling yeah <laughs> I'm looking to my left I can see I look to my right I can't see anyone so I'm like bro eventually he looks in the mirror he sees me and then he comes to help me but yeah Sometimes a, a barbell um, bench press will help. Oh you. my god! Yeah, will have you feeling that's that crazy. So, yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> you just then stop like help. I'm telling you. <laughs> the thing, the thing about that is, yeah, actually, it was. <laughs> Actually, have I've got a video footage of it. Actually. Really? Yeah, because oh it was it was a set where I was doing you know like the reels that I do of like my days in the gym. Yeah. Um. So I was kind of doing uh, shooting some footage for that. So that particular set, I had the camera set up as well, and I was just like, ah, it's just so embarrassing. Um. So yeah. So if I wanted to see it, I would dig it. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow. That's funny. I guess like I think there's one thing I'll ask like my last episode um i feel like you know working out in the gym really does make you authentic in a way it actually does drive that sense of authenticity Mm. in terms of those things that we probably want to hide about ourselves and you know maybe feel that pride of not wanting to ask for help but Mm. you know you can especially in that state you have no choice (laughs) even if the ego was like no you're like "Uh, ego you've got to stay back this time you know i feel like it helps us really do you know, strive into that place of authenticity and of course that's what you've just shared, which is really good. Yeah. So, you do have a nutrition meal prep, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's a guide to obviously help people lose fat and obviously just effectively meal prep their meals, right? Yeah. So what is it about that book? What inspired you to write that book? Um, I think what you're doing there is amazing, mm -hmm. honestly. Thank you. I know I've not known you for long, but honestly, so proud of you. This is what we want to see, yeah. you know, especially men in the UK, you know, in the faith as well, just doing things, yeah. you know, and growing and being more purposeful. So it's really good to see Thank you grew up. Yeah. So um, what made you, you know, write this book? What inspired you? Um, so yeah, I didn't, I didn't start it thinking I was going to write a book, mm -hmm. have a physical book that I could hold. Um, <clears throat> sorry, the inspiration came when I went on a journey myself. Mm -hmm. um, I've always known the importance of nutrition mm -hmm. when it comes to achieving whatever your fitness goal is. Um, but through the years of, of going to the gym and um, yeah, lifting weights, I've always, I'd always neglected the nutrition side of it. Yeah. And so it was when I was done with uni mm -hmm. and I was finished my master's, um, intense year, mm -hmm. even through the, the summer as well. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was at a point where I kind of needed to change things and mm -hmm. do something about, um, I don't know, the way I felt, even the way I looked. Mm -hmm. And so I said to myself, okay, we're going to do this gym thing properly. Mm. We're going to go to the gym, but not only are we are going to go to the gym consistently, yeah. we're going to look into the nutrition side of it yeah. and see if what people have always said about this nutrition thing is true. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I started that at the 25th of September, I remember the date, 2019. And yeah. 25th of September, did you say? 25th of September, 2019. 2019. That was my first, like the first, first photo that I took to be like, this is the start. Mm -hmm. um, and then, so yeah, so I was going to the gym. I said commitment to go to the gym six times a week. I had time, trust me. Um, <laughs> I went six so when you go six times, like how long would you stay? Um, roughly like an hour, ten hour, twenty minutes. Mm. Yeah, and I was going in the morning. Yeah. So this is yeah from September onwards. You can imagine it gets cold. Mm -hmm. So I stuck at it, and I was going to the gym six times a week. Really, really good. And I just started um, researching about what to eat. What's mm -hmm. the best thing to eat? I started watching videos on YouTube, mm -hmm. um, loads of people got challenges on. Mm -hmm. And then I just started doing what they were saying. Uh, whenever I went food shopping, I would buy the foods that they recommended that you eat. Yeah. Uh, I remember I started by looking at foods mm -hmm. and looking at the serving size. And I kind of used that as my starting point. Okay. So if I was to make rice, I look at the back and it would say, one serving was maybe like 70 grams mm -hmm. or something like that mm -hmm. and i would cook that and that's what i would eat alongside like the protein sauce like chicken and mm -hmm. vegetables as well so i was applying that for my lunch for my breakfast for my dinner and i was just doing that over the course of i don't know look i didn't really have a goal yeah i just started eating better in hindsight i was eating less mm -hmm. probably yeah but I was just it just felt like I was eating the right things mm -hmm. and with that added with going to the gym over the course of maybe six eight weeks I could already see a difference mm. I remember like really? checking up on myself wow. almost every day and like it was weird like how your body was transforming yeah and when you can see small changes that 
motivates you and that yeah. fuels you and mm. you just keep going and you just keep going yeah and i and i i remember at one point maybe like halfway maybe like six weeks i was like seeing a part of my stomach like abs that i've never seen in my life mm-hmm. i was like something something must something must be working i was like you've never seen in his life it's true something must be working here and i remember yeah. maybe like a week or yeah. two before christmas yeah i transformed well in my mind i transformed mm. i was i was leaner um, and like I said, the, the, the big thing for me is just the fact that I could see abs that I've never seen before. I'm telling you that. <laughs> it was that true. Because it was weird, because obviously, I think when I was younger, I was always kind of more on the, like, less lean side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't say I was fat or overweight, um, but just more on, I just wasn't lean. And so, yeah, and it's just always the thing that you had in your head, oh, it would be cool to have abs. Yeah. I remember when I was in like <clears throat> year 10, <laughs> I had a, I kind of had like a weird bet with someone mm-hmm. that I could get abs in like two weeks. Okay. That didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> and it never happened for years to come until then. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, after, yeah, eight weeks, um, I saw a massive transformation. And so I just kept that up mm-hmm. and and then lockdown hit and I decided to focus on my final studies to become an architect. Mm-hmm. And it was lockdown, couldn't do much, couldn't go to the gym, so I stopped. Okay. And then I lost it. Mm-hmm. And then when I finished that and I qualified and I passed, I said, okay, cool. We need to get back to where we were. Yeah. I can't go to the gym. So now I'm gonna do what I can through home workouts, mm-hmm. but I know how important nutrition is, mm-hmm. so I'm going to go back to eating, you know, how I was before. Mm-hmm. And I think it was then maybe eight weeks later again, another transformation. So then I knew that out of everything, if your goal is to lose fat, mm. is to lose a bit of weight, the most important thing, obviously coupled with working out, yeah. is nutrition. Mm-hmm. But what you're the working out doesn't necessarily have to be in the gym. Mm. You know, you can also you can also get results from home. Yeah. And so then after that second transformation, I said to myself, okay, cool. I actually want to document what I had learned and document those two periods of my mm-hmm. life. And that's how the idea of creating a guide began. It yeah. wasn't a book. It was just a short guide, yeah. just to summarize mm-hmm. stuff. So, so I started writing that guide, and you can actually see it on my highlights on my page of the entire process. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I started writing, and I got into the whole writing process, I really wanted to make sure I captured everything. And when I do something, I want to do it properly. Yeah. Um, and so as I started writing and designing and just having ideas of what I wanted to include, it just it got bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time I looked at how many pages there was on the InDesign document. And I was like, this is enough to be a book. And so then it went from a short guide yeah. to an ebook. Mm-hmm. And then when I finished the layout and the design of everything, everything and it was ready, I had put so much into the presentation mm-hmm. that I said, this would be really nice as a book. And so, yeah, again, the aim was it just to release the ebook. Yeah. But then I'll print a printed version for myself. Yeah. And so I did, I printed the, printed the physical copy mm-hmm. and it was really nice and I couldn't stop there. I was like, if I would love someone to also appreciate the physical thing. Yeah. And so I said, okay, cool. I'm going to release both ebook and the actual book. 
and I released that on the 29th of December. Um, both options, no, sorry, I released the ebook alone on the 29th of December. Okay. And then it was a month later that I decided to release the physical books. So, yeah, that's the, the whole story. That's amazing. On inception to completion, yeah. That's really good. Thank you. Wow. Okay. So, where can like the listeners find your book? So I so with the book I created a, a page called My Meal Prep Plan, and so you can go on www.mymealprepplan.com, and on there you will find um, both versions, the ebook version and the physical book um, to purchase. And you can also go on the page as well. It's Instagram page is at Instagram page is at My Meal Prep Plan, and you can find it there as well. Or if you go on my Instagram. Yeah. It's also in the bio. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, thank you so much um, to you. Um, the one thing that I noticed about you was that you seemed really focused. And then obviously also finding out that you had a book, I was very inspired. So yes, I really do admire that quality in you. Um, and that's why I also added focus to the title. I'm someone that I have struggled with focus struggled with focus struggled with self-discipline mm. like i never used to live my life intentionally i was saying this to the um my last guest i always just go with the flow kind of thing mm. up until i gave my life to christ and i felt like when i gave my life to christ everything fell into order so you know i didn't just you know get disciplined like that or it was like just even in my walk with god like in terms of like certain times in the day to you know pray or read my bible and i feel like because of that foundation spiritually mm. is what's really impacted both my mental physical and you know anything that has to you know just in general yeah. do you get what i mean yeah. so um i would like to know you know have you struggled with procrastination um you know is this something mm. that you've dealt with um so i think the first thing i want to say was the discipline i feel mm -hmm. like my discipline on certain things mm -hmm. was probably instilled with me okay from my parents and that's in good. terms of yeah so that's i think that's what I, kind I, of discipline? I think i need to <laughs> I think both, both disciplines, discipline like, you know, you did say it wrong, you need to learn a lesson, you know, and also the kind of discipline that it's about, it's about focus, yeah. read your books, yeah. you study, you mm -hmm. know, so I think growing up, I was probably disciplined to be focused, that focus yeah. was on education, Yeah. and I never thought that especially when I figured out what I wanted to do, mm -hmm. which was to become an architect. And once I had that coupled with that want, that desire, yeah. the two helped me to just okay. then breed this focused person. Yeah. That makes sense. yeah, that's good. That's yeah. really, really good. And then with procrastination, mm -hmm. <clears throat> do I procrastinate? Um, not as much. I feel like it's one of those things that if it needs to be done, it needs to be done. But yeah. like with most things, it depends on what it is. Mm -hmm. Depends on what it is. If it's work, great. I'll 
I'll just do it. You've got to, you got to <laughs> do it, isn't it? You can't procrastinate with work. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, also, but like, not, you know, hard work, the, you know, the private work, anything that yeah. you want to do on the side, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Um, but, the, you know, there'll be like certain household stuff that, you know, you know you're supposed to do, but you won't, you procrastinate a little bit. So it, yeah. it is in everyone. It just depends on what area it is that you procrastinate. Yeah. Um, with the discipline stuff as well, like, not no one's like fully disciplined yeah you know people you know it's a journey as well yes we all have the things that we're fighting so absolutely absolutely yeah well, that's good that's good so what advice would you give to people who struggle with focus <clears throat> um i would say it, it really just start with <clears throat> what you want mm-hmm. and what you want to achieve um, you know, with the example, the, the examples that I've given about me wanting to be an architect, yes. and you know, me wanting to <clears throat> write a book, mm-hmm. even though that wasn't the thing from the start, but you know, to write a guide, yeah. or for me to see what this fitness thing is about. If I took nutrition, mm-hmm. it was that this is what I wanted. You don't need to know what the final thing is, mm. but. You know, I want to start a guide on nutrition. Okay, it's that. It starts with that, mm-hmm. that desire, that one that you want. And then after that, I think it's acknowledging that it's a journey as well. Yeah. Um, you won't have figured everything out at the start, um, and that's fine. But then with that, you also need to be aware that you actually need to put in the work. Yeah and you have you have to be consistent mm-hmm. <clears throat> consistency is even if you're doing a, something small mm-hmm. but over time you're still doing it yeah and it's not necessarily i need to do this thing every single day mm-hmm. but it's like i just need to keep going so i don't lose momentum yeah it's easy to fall off mm-hmm. and it's harder to start again or feel like you're starting again mm-hmm. than to just just keep going yeah by little absolutely so yeah. well that's good that's really good so um i think we've like covered the main topics okay um so i'd like to ask have you been to nigeria before oh, i've been to yes now nah. oh, nigerian <laughs> knew me ah, ah. You just, Look at this. Like, had to <laughs> <laughs> Dig that your mouth somewhere. I'm on nine January. Shop your mouth. I'm going to buy your list, Adada. Eh? That's okay. all your mouth. My listeners, just in case you're not Nigerian, I I just asked him, does he understand Yoruba? And he says that he does understand just a bit. I said. <laughs> I understand, Mugbo. Uh-huh. I just can't speak it very well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Can you speak it? Do you understand? Mugbo. But, like, I can't speak it. Oh, really? I'm, I'm surprised by that, you know? I know. I thought you... But I'm good with, like, pigeon, you know? Like, how far you did? That's the one I'm jealous about. Don't chop. About. Right, that's, the like... one that's the one I'm very jealous about. I need to learn that one. <laughs> yeah. If I want to learn how to speak... No, actually, no, that's a lie. I want to learn how to okay, speak say, first. Okay, say, um... You won't go market. You won't go market. Oh, you got it. I can put on the accent as well. Yeah. You know, can, that's good. That's good. I'll so, I did. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So, where did you go, Nigeria? Like, where did I go? Um. 
So Nigeria, mm -hmm. we're from Ogun State, but is that where you're in from? Nigeria, yeah. So my family's from. But um, do you know what, guys? I when I first met um, Samuel, I actually thought he was evil. I thought he was an evil man. I've had that before. Mm. I've had Ghanaian. Mm -hmm. I get Ghanaian a lot. Apparently, it's something to do with my demeanor. I'm calm, and also I don't give Nigerian man vibes. <laughs> <laughs> what is Nigerian those man vibes? Those of you that said that, <laughs> only you know what that means. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Alright. So yeah. So you're you're surprised I was. Yeah, I was, um, I was shocked that you were Igbo. I thought you were Igbo. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I just felt like yeah, because that. Okay, do you do know I what? Yes, and I, I don't mean to like comfort you about people. I feel like it can be a bit arrogant, a bit. I don't like arrogant. Yeah. Okay. And you didn't have that. Yeah. You know. So I was like, it's probably Igbo, you know, because I feel like Igbo people are not chilled, especially okay. the ones like here in the UK. Yeah. Not the Igbos back home, because those ones are just as <laughs> arrogant. But I mean, like the Igbos in the UK are quite chilled. Yeah, that's, I, I can see that. So then so, maybe that's also why people think I'm Ghanaian as well. Yeah, probably. Ghanaians as well. Like, yeah. Calm. Yeah. Fair enough. I won't take it as an insult. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, where, what did you? Um, you went to Oregon State. Um, yeah, so I'm from Oregon State, but yeah. um, my last trip to Nigeria, which was in 2021, 20, got to Dead explore. Nah, it wasn't. Oh. It was. It was in September. So, okay. What's the word I can say? It was. Soft life September. <laughs> <laughs> I like that word. Soft life September, period. Um, yeah, I was trying to do a soft life still. Mm -hmm. um, but now, yeah, I got to visit Lagos Island for like the first time. And I got to see, go to a couple spots, like some lounges, yeah. some restaurants, um, the art gallery, the famous UK art gallery. Um, yeah, it was nice because prior to that, it was almost just kind of like staying in the yeah. Family house, which is in the middle of nowhere. Is that your really first time going back home? Nah, 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 nah. Since I moved here, I've been going back like every two years, and then I had like a four-year break. It was yeah. Like, four years. Were you scared? No, no. Because my mom's like, I've been to Nigeria enough times. Yeah. To not want to be, yeah, scared. But obviously, it's an experience every time you go there. Yeah. The airport alone will let you know. Like, <laughs> your your yeah, home. Different country. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's funny, like you have to actually. You, it's weird. People in Nigeria will move mad. <laughs> you, you need to move madder. Really? You also kind of need to move mad to match your energy, but it's fine. Basketball. You can actually, you can actually get away with doing it. So yeah. if it's in you to mm. want to move mad, you'll be free and it'll be normal. Do they try with you? Sorry. Do they try with you? Um. No, I wouldn't say so. Okay. I wouldn't say so. Um, but like I said, you yourself, yeah. you have to make sure that you don't get finessed. And yeah. If someone wants to come to you with particular energy, mm. you give them the energy back <laughs> and it's calm. So, yeah, okay. so that was nice. That's was good. Nice. That's good. So, did you ever get spanked when you were like a child? <laughs> did you receive beating? <laughs> did I receive the cane and the belt, the hoover pipe? The, is that what you're asking? Yeah, you've mentioned. It um, seems like you did. Slippers. I would say no, not as much. 
Not as much. I think I learned I learned from my elders that that's not the life that I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the life I wanted for myself. So I made sure that, you know, I stayed away. But obviously yeah. you've had you've had the occasions where, you know small slabs belt little belt oh, wow. there. Yeah, yeah, the belt was the was probably the one. Yeah. But it builds character, right? Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does, but you know what? I, I don't really think so. I was saying this to <laughs> Susan the other day, and because I was sharing my experience of like this one experience I had with my uncle, I can never forget that day. You know, yeah. have you ever received a slap that you you like you, you see dust? <laughs> see, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, but I feel like <laughs> if you receive a slap by someone else's body, yeah. Weirdly enough, I think that's worse. Like, what do you mean? Like, if someone was to slap me with their hand, yeah, I would feel like that was worse than someone to belt. But, oh, yeah, Just, I hear that. I, to be honest, it depends on the slap, though, and it depends on the intensity of the belt. It's so much more personal, <laughs> though. Yeah, like for someone to actually—that's no. like someone actually like assaulting, like punching. Obviously, yeah, the belt is almost the same thing, but yeah, it's that. It's that. It's so much personal. So much more personal. No, it was personal said, so. though, because I actually lied. I was really young. I yeah, lied. Yeah. He caught me somewhere I was not meant to be, so I yeah. ran. Yeah. <laughs> so I ran, and then um, I had only told my mom and my grandma, and then I remember I got back, and they like asked me where did I go, blah blah blah. I was mm. like, I was just coming from school. I was doing economics with my friend, mm. <laughs> and then immediately he walked into the house. He just gave me wow. Literally, it was dark. I had wee like it was all. Was there any like pre pre warning? No, no communication. Mm-mm. See that? See that's another. See that's the thing. So with me, um, I don't. I don't think I want to be in a position to have to resort to that <laughs> with my kids. Yeah. But if I had to, yeah, it would be a case that I need to communicate what you've done and what you're gonna get as a result. Mm-hmm. Preferably, I might have let them know that before. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, if you were to do this, this is yes. the consequences of the action, right? Yeah. So, and that's why, so that's why I say that if that was the case, mm-hmm. right? And also there was a weapon of discipline. <laughs> <laughs> a weapon of discipline, yeah? The, so, yeah. So if it was kind of like I've communicated that this is, you've done it, mm. so you know what the consequence is going to be. Now, I can't now say and slap you with my hand. But if I go grab a little belt or a little cane, that's correct. Do you know what I mean? A small kind of, yeah, because you've got an object, so it doesn't feel as personal because my actual hand didn't hit you. So that's what I would say. So if I was to discipline, that's the strategy I'll take. Yeah, I, I still don't agree in terms of like, Hate, like you know, hitting a child or slapping a child is mm. gonna make you disciplined. Cause I, I mean, I was stubborn. So no matter how much you beat me, I was still yeah. stubborn. And I had a friend who was exactly like that. Mm. Literally, I hope you know, may she rest in peace. Yeah. Um, but this girl, because then going like way back, we we'll go for parties, and this girl was literally. She knows that she's not allowed to go out, mm. but she's ready to go home. So every time we send this girl at parties, we're always seeing Mac, and she's out here she, living her life and just doing it. Yeah, that's the thing. I think for discipline, it's not great. I think, mm-hmm. um, first of all, I think you need to understand your child. Yeah. You actually need to, you know, figure out what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. You talk to them. Also, just be smart about, you know, because like you said, some people can just be like, look, I know what the consequences is. What? 
one small pain, mm. one small mark. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's not that's not get, gonna get through to them. Mm-hmm. So you need to understand who you're dealing with, and you know, they might be able to endure that physical pain. But if there's something else that would not hurt them, but something else that would get to them mm-hmm. more, you have to kind of be smart and tackle it that way and do it like that so yeah. yeah definitely I wouldn't say it's the best way of discipline as well because yeah, also even as a, as a father if the only way you can discipline your son is through you know that superiority and that mm. watch him when he's 16 <laughs> and he's going gym he'll <laughs> 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 let you know that look big man you're not you're not, you're not, oh you're not, you're not big man anymore you know so yeah yeah you gotta be as a parent you gotta yeah okay so what like childhood experience would you say like that you really did enjoy? I really did enjoy. Yeah. Childhood experience. Um hmm. Okay. <laughs> Boy. Um so what I'd say I'd enjoy actually, weirdly enough, was so me and my siblings, we spent a lot of time indoors. Yeah. And I think we we had to be very creative on how we entertained ourselves. So like it was just it was just weird. It was like the house was our playground. Yeah. And so like me and my brother would kick ball. Full-sized football. In the house. Inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be having the time on our, With of your our mom life. Home? Without mom, okay, I don't know if she nah, she probably wasn't home. Because I'm imagining her here saying somewhere. Yeah, she, she wasn't home, that. but she couldn't let's just say she couldn't have anything nice. <laughs> we broke everything in the house. No she could We oh. broke the glass door. We broke all her nice ornaments. Oh. We yeah. Um yeah, it's just like playing games, my brother like having to like be creative mm-hmm. with, like making the some of the things that we wanted but we couldn't buy. So yeah, just like just just so like, roll for like so playing really game. It. Sorry, playing game with my brother yeah. on the PS2. And also sometimes like when we were young as well, like also playing with my sisters as well. Mm-hmm. Like just us just entertaining ourselves. Like yeah. that was really nice. Yeah. Oh, and I remember good. the one house as well that it was. Yeah, there's a lot of good memories I would say in that house. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Is that back home or here in the UK? Yeah, in the UK, yeah. Oh, that's Sheffield. really nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. Can I ask you the same yes! question? <laughs> no. Can I, oh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, yeah, of course. Um, back, um, what can I remember? Mm, mm, mm. Is it sad <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 like, have, I know I can remember though that like I think it was like four or five at this time. I remember there was this um um there's this toy I used to have with like Peppa Pig and I just loved it so much. Mm-hmm. Like I wake up in the morning and I just want to play with it and in the afternoon and all the time with my friend, my best friend at the time. Like that's just all I ever wanted and I, it just brought me so much joy as a child, mm-hmm. you know. Um I, that's the only thing I can remember because I can you know remember the emotion as well. Um but yeah, that would be it. What okay. else? Yeah, just, I was, sorry, go on. I was just saying life was just so much easier. Yeah, it was so much. Do you get what I mean? Is this that what you were talking about, like, you know, wanting to be older mm. as a teenager? What yeah. what are you where are you rushing to? <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, if you're young, if you're 16, <clears throat> 17, 18, please stay Take in your, your mother time. and your father's house. Take your time. Take, listen. This, this, it's <laughs> weird. I don't think I had enough people to tell me that. You know. <laughs> 
I didn't think I had enough hmm. people to tell me that. The thing about time is you can't get it back. Yeah. So if you're if you're young now, realize that whatever you're doing now, whatever you have the opportunity to do now, mm. there's gonna come a time where you can't do that anymore and it's gone. Listen. You can't get it back. Listen. Where you're rushing to right now, you better just <laughs> one step to back, yeah. okay? And if you're a girl, close your legs. Hey, wow. <laughs> Period. Wow. <laughs> no, for real, it's not worth it. And it's the truth. Even young men, it's not worth it at all, okay? So keep yourself. Um, so just before we end today's episode, <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect. I never expected. Never experienced. <laughs> I still love you guys though. <laughs> just gotta look up for the young ones. Get me. Yeah. But anyways, um, just before we end today's episode, um, if there's something, Samuel, that mm. you'd love to say to younger men or even your age mates, what would it be? Um. I'd say, I'd say stay focused. Um, it's going to be weird. It might sound cliche. Yeah. Stay focused. Mm-hmm. Work hard. Mm-hmm. Um, think about the future that you want. Yeah. Um, the people that you want to be able to look after. Mm-hmm. And use that as a bit of like your motivation. Yes. Um, and also acknowledge that everything's a journey. Mm-hmm. So in the three points that we discussed here, yes. you know, faith, focus, and fitness. fitness, it's all a journey as well. So don't also feel like you you need to have everything figured out. Yeah. You know, there's stuff that I'm still trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, but just acknowledge that it's a journey as well. But yeah. one thing that I feel like every guy should be is to be focused. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> to have faith. Mm-hmm. Amen. And to be fit. Yes. There we go. <laughs> yes. That's such a good way to end that, Samuel. Yeah. Thank you so much. No so how can the listeners reach you? Yeah, so you can uh, reach me, my socials. I have Instagram at Samuel Mr. Architect. Come on. YouTube, Samuel Cow. We're working on that, but this still go is. ahead and check it out and subscribe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you can follow my meal prep plan as well because in the next few months as well, we're going to hopefully um, bring out a service where you can now get yourself personalized meal, pl- meal prep plans mm-hmm. as well as um, um, meal prep plans that you can also purchase as well Okay. to help you, guide you. Um, with whatever your fitness goal is yeah even if it's just to give you some new recipe ideas you should make and just to maybe overall improve your diet so look out for that as well and i've also mentioned the book the the ebook and the physical book that you can get at www.mymealprepplan.com and yeah that is that's me yes thank you so so amazing i really enjoyed this actually that's good i'm glad you did thank you awesome worst (laughs) (laughs) at least you know i don't know what you expected Uh, but you know (laughs) there's a host you have all the power you can just throw in a question i hear you you. but no it's been really really been really nice really enjoyed it that's good thank you so so much samuel for joining me in today's episode honestly big you up king 
for the work that you're doing and preparing for yourself you know for the future to come which is really good we love to see it and pray god i pray that obviously god elevates you in everything that you do Amen. um so my beautiful people we've come to an end of today's episode and i believe that my conversation with samuel has impacted you or brought like a revelation moment to you and blessed you in any way um, but let me know on social media what stood out the most to you and I will see you in my next episode. I am your host, Simon.